Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had two posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we introduced an expert consensus statement on the management of large chondral and osteochondral defects in the patellofemoral joint. In the second post, We summarized a study where the authors found that NCAA female athletes have limited awareness and experience with anterior cruciate ligament or ACL injury prevention programs, despite being willing to perform them. If we take a closer look at that second post, we find that the authors surveyed NCAA Division I and III female athletes to see who had experience or awareness of injury prevention programs. The authors asked athletic trainers to share links to the 12-question survey with women's teams and posted links on social media. Athletes from 31 institutions in 19 states completed the survey. Overall, only 15% of the 440 current athletes had performed an ACL injury prevention program. Furthermore, only about one-third of the athletes knew about ACL injury prevention programs. For athletes who reported having performed an ACL prevention program, the majority were supervised by an athlete trainer, coach, or both. Almost 90% of the athletes indicated that they would perform a daily program if it would decrease their ACL injury risk. It seemed that athletes in high-risk sports at Division I programs who knew a teammate with an ACL injury or who had a history of an ACL injury, were more likely to be aware and have performed an ACL injury prevention program. The study is interesting because the authors demonstrate that implementation and awareness are very low among NCAA female athletes, despite their apparent willingness to participate. This complements prior findings that only one in five high school coaches have implemented injury prevention programs. These new findings add to the story by showing that the athletes are willing to perform these programs, but we need to do a better job of getting the word out about the existence of these programs. It would be interesting to see if the willingness to perform a program affected compliance and adherence. It was great to see that athletes in higher-risk sports were more likely to have performed or be aware of an ACL injury prevention program. However, the overall implementation and awareness were quite poor. It would be fascinating to see whether these athletes were recently performing these programs, or if they had actually performed them a long time ago, for example in high school. Regardless, this study and previous research highlight that we need to do more to educate coaches, athletes, and other stakeholders about the feasibility and necessity of adopting injury prevention programs. It is time to deploy one of the most effective tools in our prevention toolbox. Don't forget, we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a case report of elbow osteoarthritis in a competitive enduro off-road motorcyclist. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six 
online evidence-based practice CEU courses available through Human Kinetics website. We'll have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article in our web, on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, stay well.